and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today, we're going to talk about timing. And I do truly believe that timing is everything. We live in an on-demand environment with technology giving us easy access to all the information we need, all the goods we need to buy, and as a result, we've started expecting on-demand delivery in all aspects of our life. Today, we're going to explore timing from a bunch of different angles, but I want to start with a quote to really set the stage for our chat today. Timing is everything, and the absence of patience causes us to miss opportunities. Did you get that? I'm going to read it again. Timing is everything, and the absence of patience causes us to miss opportunities. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to talk about what happens when things show up before we're ready for them. Then in our second segment, we're going to talk about patience and why it is in your best interest to exercise it. In our third segment, we're going to talk about the aspect of sequencing and why sometimes life feels like a bit of a puzzle. And then in our last segment, I'm going to leave you with four tips to help you handle timing. But first, I want to start with a story. story took place more than 12 years ago and it happened far before my spiritual journey had actually started. I can't tell this story without smiling because truly it is a great reminder that everything happens for a reason and that timing really is everything. It's hard to pinpoint the exact moment where my spiritual journey started. I think I'd have to say it started to happen when I started to practice yoga. That really is what got me on that practice of stillness and meditation and also opening my mind to learn about growth and personal development. And I was inspired by some amazing thought leaders and authors. And I remember one day I was at the yoga studio waiting to go into class and there was a few other people around in the lobby and a couple of the girls were talking. And I remember one of them saying to her friend, Oh, did you know that Deepak Chopra is coming to town next month? And she said, no, I didn't know. And they started to talk about how amazing he was and how they've read all his books. And they decided that they both wanted to go see him live. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, who is this Deepak Chopra guy? I've never heard of him, but he must be pretty special if these two are so excited to hear him talk. So I looked into it and I found the event. Sure enough, he was coming to Vancouver. And it's kind of funny because I don't even think I bothered trying to find anybody to go with me. I just ended up buying a ticket and decided to go on my own. I didn't even understand why I wanted to go. I just knew that this was some famous author and other people were excited to see him. So he must be a really big deal, right? So 
I've never really been one to overthink anything in my life. So I just decided to go and I got a ticket. So in the weeks leading up to the event, I actually picked up one of his books. And it was one of his fiction books because I wanted to be a little bit prepared before I saw him live. I didn't actually finish the book and I remember kind of struggling to read it. But again, this guy must be special because he's so famous. So I went to see him live and you know when you go to a concert or a show and you can kind of tell who's headlining because the audience has a certain demographic or there's a certain age or they're all kind of dressed in a different way. But this was a pretty interesting crowd. There were lots of different people of all different ages and all different walks of life. And you know what happened at the event? I actually didn't have a breakthrough or a shift or any major realization. To be perfectly honest, I didn't understand a word of what he was talking about. It was like he was up on stage speaking a complete different language to me. I couldn't understand why everyone was so obsessed and hanging on his every word. I remember leaving the event completely underwhelmed and the dialogue going on inside my head was, I don't understand why this guy is so famous and why he's such a big deal. I didn't understand what he was talking about and frankly, I didn't even think that he was that great of an author. Seriously. So it's pretty embarrassing to admit this, but you know, that was the actual dialogue going on inside my head. Do you recognize this kind of a thought pattern? It was actually my ego pretty clearly, right? Here was this very famous, accomplished, inspirational thought leader and doctor who had filled up this stadium of adoring fans who came from all over to see him speak. And here I was questioning his credibility because I didn't understand a word of what he was saying. Pretty clear that my ego was in charge in this moment. And looking back, I can see now very clearly that at this point in my life, I was completely unconscious, completely. I was on the path to my spiritual awakening. I was doing a bit of yoga at that point, but truthfully, I was purely unconscious. I had no idea what a journey I was about to take, but there I was prematurely diving in. I had dipped a toe into a world that I would very soon become immersed in. But at this point, it was still very foreign to me. I just wasn't ready yet. So fast forward to a few years later, and I was living in London. And my friend Christine, who is also a coach, recommended a book that really changed her life. The book was The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And so I picked it up and yes, it actually did change my life. And really, it was one of the most significant books that I read in the very beginning of my journey. It really helped me to understand and observe my thoughts and understand what consciousness was and to start to wake up. Now, looking back to that point in Vancouver, I was way ahead of myself to have seen him speak live. And no wonder I had no idea what he was talking about. And guess what? It actually didn't have anything to do with him. It was all about me. I wasn't ready yet because I was still unconscious. And I love this story because it's a great reminder that timing is everything. I'm not sure what the reason is why I ended up there before my time. Maybe it was to understand and have compassion for people 
who aren't quite there yet on their spiritual journey. The other thing that jumps out from this story was my hunger and my quest for something more, for something more fulfilling in life. I could have easily said to my friend, you know, hey, I saw this Deepak Chopra guy live and, uh, you know, he's not really that good of an author and refused to read the book, but I didn't. That would have been my ego running the show, right? But I didn't say that. I knew that deeper there must be something there if she had had an experience and all these other people had too. And so for this reason, I was able to listen to this wink from the universe. So maybe this was meant to give me a reference point of compassion to remember what is going on when people give me that look, you know, that says, I know you're saying a bunch of stuff and I hear the words coming out of your mouth, but I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I don't worry about them because you know what? Timing is everything. And I know that in that moment, I'm planting a seed for later on. And soon enough, they will be ready to fully understand what I am talking about and to take their first step towards their spiritual awakening. In this segment, I want to talk about when and why things show up early. And the story I just told was a great example of something showing up early. Deepak Chopra was someone so critical on my journey to self-discovery. I was clearly drawn to him when I first heard about him, but I just wasn't quite ready for it in that moment, and it didn't make sense to me. Has something like this ever happened to you? Have you ever been guided to something or recommended by a certain person, but it just doesn't make sense to you in that moment? But later on, down the road in months or maybe even years, you're finally ready to explore it. And quite often, this is just the universe flirting with you to see if you're ready. Sometimes I call these winks from the universe. Have you ever had someone tell you to check something out? And then a second person also mentions it. And then a third person. And then finally, you get the picture and you go out and you check it out for yourself. What is that magical number for you? Is it, is it two, three, is it five? How many flirts from the universe do you need before you go and check something out? In addition to my story about Deepak Chopra, I've also had this happen with a lot of books. Sometimes I'm really guided to read something or to check out an author, but when I sit down with it, it just doesn't quite make sense to me. Maybe I'm sometimes having problems focusing on it, and that's perfectly normal. It happens to all of us, and what I typically do is I just put the book down or I put it back on the shelf and try it again in a few months or maybe a few years. And don't worry, because when the timing is right, the universe will be there to wink at you again and keep winking at you until you get the point. Have you ever gone to grab a book off the shelf and a totally different book falls off the shelf for you? I've had this happen many a time, especially at a bookstore. And this is a really important concept I want to share because quite often people tell me that they're scared to share their spiritual beliefs with others or tell other people about an experience that they had. They're scared that the other person is going to judge them or think that they're weird or not understand what's going on. And the truth is, you don't actually have to worry because if you do mention something to someone before they're ready or before they're awake enough to hear it, 
chances are they're just not going to even hear it. They'll be drifting off in that moment or checking their phone or it will simply go in one ear and out the other without them processing it at all. Remember, if they're not ready to hear it, they won't hear it or they won't understand it. Okay, so the next aspect of timing I want to talk about is when things take longer than we want them to. (sighs) Let's say you set some sort of rigid expectation or deadline of when you want something to happen or to hit some sort of financial benchmark and it doesn't happen when you want it to. Is this permission for you to give up on your dream just like that? Absolutely not. Let's talk about patience. You know, as a child, I was told repeatedly that patience is a virtue. And that was something that was really ingrained in me. And I am so glad that it was because learning how to be patient is a great skill. Why is patience so important? Well, because sometimes things take longer than we anticipate, and that's perfectly okay. Chances are there is a good reason for this, and if we just hang on and be patient, the reason for the delay will be revealed to us. Remember way back in episode 6, I shared a story about a time when I was job hunting, and I was met with a really big disappointment. I had been interviewing for two different jobs at the time at different companies, and I was shortlisted as one of two candidates for both these opportunities. And I was truly convinced, absolutely, that one of those opportunities would pull through. And yet, neither of them came through. I was shocked and I was devastated. But I got through it and as soon as I did, I found the perfect job. It was absolutely exactly what I wanted. And it ended up being an incredible opportunity that was far better than either of the other two opportunities. Remember that saying from the intro, timing is everything and the absence of patience causes us to miss opportunities. Sometimes we're so rigidly attached to things working out the way we want them to that it doesn't work out exactly how we envisioned or how we happened to want it to and so we give up. Really? Are you really going to give up that easily on your dream? The key here that has helped me a lot over the years is to try to avoid labeling things when they happen, you know, like good, bad, right, or wrong. Because if you're too quick to label something as being bad, then you focus too much negative energy on it and you're going to miss out on the opportunity of something showing up right in front of you that is really good because you're too busy putting all your energy into focusing on the bad or complaining about what you don't have and you miss out on this great opportunity right in front of you. Remember, the universe always has your back and it will always deliver you the best possible scenario. And sometimes when it shows up, it might look a little different than you expected and the timing is maybe a little bit off, but this is only for your higher good. So keep your eyes wide open set goals, but also be flexible. This is why we love doing yoga, right? Because a flexible body enables a flexible mind.
Now I want to explore the third aspect of timing, which is when things show up out of sequence. Think of this as receiving a puzzle, but it doesn't all show up at the same time and it doesn't all show up in one nice tidy box. You might get sent one piece at a time and it's up to you to collect all the pieces and to put them all together to figure out what you're meant to do. We did this last week at Thrive Retreat in Mexico. Our overall goal of the retreat was to help people understand and gain clarity on their dharma or their life purpose. And throughout the week, we gathered different pieces or different clues like discovering what our core values are or understanding peak experiences when we were most happy, looking at things that come easy to us or things that we get compliments on all the time or understanding how we operate in a system that we are part of. And we also looked at the sage wisdom and advice of our future self. These were all the puzzle pieces that we explored each day, and then they built up towards the end of the week to be able to figure out and get clarity on our dharma or life purpose. And whether you know it or not, this is happening to you all the time. Information and data is being drip fed to you and it's up to you to pay attention, to collect it all as you receive it and drink it all in. It's like a puzzle. And we all do things slightly differently. Think about it. How do you approach a puzzle? There's lots of different ways, aren't there? You can start by collecting all the edge pieces and build out the outer frame and then start to work on the inside pieces. Or you might be the kind of person who likes to clump together all the pieces that have a similar color to them. Or you could try to work from the photo that's on the box and pick a most significant area of the puzzle and then work your way around that. Or maybe you have some other technique that you like to use when you approach putting together a puzzle. There's so many different ways and there isn't a right or a wrong. Each approach serves a purpose, right? And this is a great time to segue into divine guidance. You know that when I've talked about systems in the past, they are a group of interconnected people with a common identity or purpose. And when you have a group of people working together, there's always a collective intelligence that exists between those people, the third entity. And this is one type of wisdom that you can access. Then there's also divine guidance. And this is intelligence that comes from the universe that you can access. And there is a misguided belief that divine inspiration is a gift that fast tracks you to succeed and it makes your life easy. And the first part is true, it is a gift, but it isn't really that simple. And it is my personal and humble belief that we all have access to tap into divine guidance. We just need to figure out how to be conscious enough to hear it. And then more importantly, we have to learn how to trust it enough to act on it. It is a gift to be able to access it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it makes your life easier. It's not like a drive through or an assembly kit. If you ask anyone who has written a channeled book or an artist who has received help with a song or some sort of piece of work that they've done, they'll be the first to tell you that it is not an easy 
and effortless process. It's not as if things come through you in sequential order or complete form with instructions. There isn't a special chime that comes to tell you the beginning and the end of the chapter that would make things way too easy, wouldn't it? Then we'd all be missing out on our real human experience. Figuring out how to recognize the puzzle pieces when they arrive, having the patience to assemble them, and then the courage to take your puzzle or your business idea to market is really when the growth happens. And this is exactly what our entire human experience is all about, isn't it? So we talked about three different aspects of timing, when things show up before we're ready for them. Secondly, when things take longer than we wanted them to, and this is where we need to be patient. And thirdly, when things show up in a non-sequential or non-logical order and you're left to put the puzzle together on your own. In this segment, I want to leave you with a few tips to help you handle timing. First, hold on tightly to your dream and keep your eyes wide open. If something doesn't show up when you thought it would or exactly how you thought it would, stay connected to your dream, keep believing and keep being positive. When you start to doubt things or hold negative thoughts or beliefs, you slow down the process. Remember the order. You have to dream, believe, and then things show up. You can't say, show up and then I'll believe. It doesn't work that way. Remember, random doesn't exist. Everything has a purpose and everything is relevant somehow and part of the big master plan. So do your best to be conscious and pay attention to everything. Number two, avoid labeling things, please. Be detached from labeling everything as good, bad, right, or wrong. If you're too quick to label something as bad, you might hold on too tightly to that negative energy. And all that negative energy might cause you to miss out on seeing the good in something that is presented to you. Tip number three, be curious. I really love curiosity as a meta skill and I think it's something that you can apply to your whole life. And the beauty of curiosity is that it helps you maintain a playful perspective and keep your eyes wide open. Remember how curious and playful you were as a child? Consider how easygoing children are compared to adults. They're full of wonder. They're learning all the time and they're asking a ton of questions. This is a perspective that we need to lean into more and remember. And sometimes it can help to talk things through with a friend or maybe do a little bit of journaling. That simple act of taking time to write something down or talking it through with someone else can really help to give you a lot of clarity. Tip number four, look inside. Sometimes when things don't happen when we want or show up when we want, it could be because of what we have going on on the inside that is blocking us, like our beliefs. Here's what I mean. Often when we say timing isn't right with business, we instantly go to factors outside of ourselves, like the market wasn't right, or I couldn't get investors, or we try to blame our clients or our competitors. 
but we're skipping over the most important aspect of timing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the timing of where you are in your life, on your spiritual journey, and how prepared you are to do the work to invest in your spiritual and personal growth. Okay, so let's recap those four different tips for growth. Number one, hold on tightly to your dream and keep your eyes wide open. Number two, avoid labeling things. Number three, be curious. And four, look inside instead of blaming external factors. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on timing. I would love to give a special shout out to everyone who joined me last week for Thrive Retreat in Mexico. We had an epic experience and I am so grateful that you all allowed me to guide you on this journey and I am sending you lots of love as you reintegrate back into your life this week. And I am so excited for this next phase in your journey to see how much you grow. I really hope you enjoy this episode on timing and really think about how timing applies to your life, either in the past or how you approach things in the present. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it. <laughs>